Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in. Uh, We'll talk to Richard Jefferson of the Mothership covering the NBA Finals. A better block. LeBron's block on Andre Iguodala when Richard Jefferson was there with LeBron in Cleveland or last night with the Greek freak against DeAndre Ayton. Now, LeBron's came in a uh, championship game, so it's a little bit different there. But to me, what Giannis did, degree of difficulty, far greater than what LeBron did. And part of this is also, I'm not surprised at anything LeBron does. Not anymore. I, I got to the point and, you know, am I surprised anything that Tom Brady does? No. Was I surprised at anything Gretzky did? No. I mean, Giannis is younger and he was injured and he hasn't been on a big stage like this in the NBA Finals. And for a guy who got injured and had the hyperextended knee, he's not pacing himself. And I think you got to factor that in as well. But uh, we'll get to phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle, at DP show the open championship, as they like to say, not the British open. It's the open championship is uh, underway. Great weather, great scores at Royal St. George, including uh, Jordan Spieth up there on the leaderboard. Pretty high, but a lot of great scores. If you don't, if you don't shoot in the sixties today, you're going to be in trouble. Come with, you know, the weekend there, you got to uh, a chance to post some pretty good scores there, but I don't think the players look at this as a 
over overly challenging golf course, but it's still quirky because it's the Open Championship. All right, uh, McLevin, poll question. Okay, we switched it up uh, starting this hour with who's coming out of the finals, the Suns or the Bucks. Fifty four percent say Suns right now. I, I guess that's home court. Is yeah, that- I guess so. Yeah, with two of the next three, and, and that's probably the safer bet here. Can Milwaukee win in Phoenix? That's what it's going to come down to. They need to win in Phoenix. The WNBA took a different approach to its All-Star game last night, and I got to watch a little bit of this. I was really curious that you had Team USA uh, took on the WNBA All-Stars who weren't on the Olympic squad. So the non-Olympic players won a close, hard-fought game, and maybe the NBA could go with a similar format for its All-Star game. We have proposed this. Reggie Miller uh, echoed the sentiments. Michael Wilbon brought it up on the program. But imagine if you had LeBron and KD and Steph and you had an international team with uh, Giannis and Joel Embiid and Luka Doncic. I mean, that could be fun. And you play for, there's a different pride at stake. I mean, Luka Doncic has famously said winning an Olympic gold medal would be far greater, more of accomplishment and more treasured by me than winning an NBA championship. Playing for your country. But the WNBA game had something we're not used to seeing in an all-star format, and that's competitiveness. The non-Team USA players had a lot of pride, but nice to see what you could do with a similar type format for the, you know, the men's all-star game. I think it'd be great. International versus Team USA, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be, you know, you, you could get uh, uh, American flag-type uniforms, something patriotic for Team USA, and you could have all the different colors uh, with uh, the international team, maybe their different flags on their uniform. I mean, you could come up with a lot of different things to be able to sell this. But I think the competitive part of this is what I would really be interested in watching. Because most of these all-star games, you know, it's sort of a, a fun little exhibition there. But last night with the WNBA, it was competitive. Like, it was spirited. Yeah, McLevin. What would you do with the fact that the international team has all these superstar centers? Like, you have Embiid and Giannis and Gobert and Joker. Like, it almost feels like you couldn't do anything with all those guys if you played the international team. What do you mean? that? Like, you have five centers. You can't all be on the team or all be on the court at once. Like, um, you know, who do you start? Is Joker the clear starter over Embiid? Uh you know, is Giannis a three? How would the international team, what would you do strategy? Put them all on the floor. Right? You got to guard them. I mean, sure, why not? Joker plays outside. Embiid plays outside. Uh, Giannis and Gobert will be playing inside. Uh, Luca plays outside. Yeah, it'd be fun. I mean, I'm... I'm just proposing it. I don't. I don't know what it looks good when it's or if it looks good on the court. But I think just having when you watch something, you want to know what's at stake. Like that's why you know uh, the Euro Cup was so important to so many people because of what it meant. And even if you weren't a soccer fan, you know it meant so much to these two countries, and you could see the fans and you could see the tension. That's what made it fascinating. That's what you want. No matter what the sport is, what's at stake here? Who cares? And that's why when I was watching the WNBA, you could tell that they truly cared of who was going to win this All-Star game. Yeah, Paul. If it's USA versus the world, can we get Canada? That's kind of fair. They're, ba- they're technically connected to us. We get Canada. No, I got to give Canada to the international team because then they could get Jamal Murray. They're going to need some guards there. 
Uh, so I'm going to have to uh. I'm going to have to give them Canada based off of Jamal Murray. Yes, McLovin. Like, where would Dominique have been international? He was born on an army base back in the day. Like his Ben's, yeah. So we lose Ben Simmons, but that might be. But he's an American citizen. Dominique was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of immigration uh, rules we'd have to look into, but yeah. Ben Simmons would help the international team. I actually think he'd fit better with a team of yeah, all-stars. Yeah, you're right. Because they don't need him for offense. Yeah, he doesn't have to shoot. Absolutely. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, and then Richard Jefferson will join us. He'll recap what he saw last night covering the NBA Finals for the mothership. Uh, George in Ohio. Hi, George. What do you have for me today? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, a great, great block by the Greek freak. I love uh, defense and basketball. Um, you're talking about great moments. I this is going, I'm going to go way back. Uh, do you recall Wilt Chamberlain blocking Kareem Skyhook? I seem to recall watching that on television. Maybe it was a goaltending. I don't sure. remember. I know you guys do great research. I just I thought you would know. All right. Well, thank you, George. I remember when the first time they played each other, the Lakers and the Bucks, and you could tell that Wilt was overmatched. Maybe the first time in his career he thought that physically he was overmatched because Kareem was tall, maybe taller, a little bit taller than Wilt, but he had so much more grace and athleticism. And that skyhook, I think Wilt goaltended one time. But to see, and back then Wilt had this strange headband. He had like a gold, it looked like a sponge on his forehead. And then he had like a rubber band that went around his head. And he had his gold wristbands on. And I just remember Kareem, Lou Alcindor at the time, he was he was so great. I mean, uh, this is something we never saw. A big man who had that much grace and athleticism. Now, Bill Russell was a great athlete, and so was Wilt. Nobody was like Kareem. I'm just magical. Absolutely magical. Yeah, Paul. Your memory's funny because you're, you're spot on here. Kareem is with uh, Milwaukee. He's yeah. pretty young. Uh, Will Chamberlain does have the, it's not a headband, it's like a head strap with the, the fuzzy stuff on the front. Yeah, it looks like a sponge that he's got there yeah. on his forehead. He does, in the same game, block uh, Kareem's skyhook twice. One is kind of a, a running skyhook going to the basket, like where it's on the side, it's pretty close to the basket, and he blocks it off the glass. Like, he kind of pins it. Yeah. And the next one is a goaltend and got called a goaltend. Yeah, he didn't know what to do with Kareem, or Lou Alcindor, I should say. But... I mean, to me, Lou is the greatest uh, college player of all time, and certainly on that short list. And, and I think we we understate his greatness. I, I think he nobody likes the big man. Like I, we embrace Bill Russell, but he wasn't your typical big man. And he played defense, and he wasn't a, a scorer. Wilt, it didn't matter what he did offensively. I mean, people just didn't like the big man. And uh, the same with uh, Lou Alcindor and Kareem. It felt like. But I just marveled at his footwork and that ability to be able. Why hasn't anybody even come close to attempting to master that shot? Like, like when you think of that with that sky hook. Yes, guys, your mics are on. Because it's not cool. Shooting a sky hook is not cool. Yeah, it's not cool. Really? I think Seton's got it. It feels like the '60s and '70s. Man, I don't know. If Rudy Gobert added that, he would never be stopped. Well, I, I can understand nobody's going to pick up Rick Barry's underhand free throw shooting. I get that because that's not masculine, but it does go in. And he's <laughs> one of the great free throw shooters of all time. 
if you knew, let's say you were Ben Simmons and you knew, like, a, you could sign a contract. I'm going to go to underhand free throw shooting and I'll be an 85% free throw shooter. No. Nope. You wouldn't do it? It's oh, a, I would. But he wouldn't? I don't think he would. It would be made fun of for about two minutes until he, until he was shooting I, I 85. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, it, guys are weird like that. You hold it on both sides with your fingertips yes. and spin backwards? Yes. Mm. Yeah. But you have to have it come down between your legs. You know what? During the commercial break, let's see who looks masculine shooting that kind of underhand free throw. Okay? Yes, Todd? I can't imagine anyone doing the underhand free throw, but as far as the sky hook, at least when I was a kid, seeing him do that in the deep corner or at the top of the oh. key, popping sky hooks like that swish that was like insane but he set the all-time scoring record and i think he was guarded by mark eaton in utah and it's a baseline like 15 foot hook i mean he was shooting sky hooks from 15 feet and he just had i mean unbelievable athleticism and and just that a touch you know we always talk about uh, big men oh you know you're a big guy and your hands are too big and all that's nonsense you know, you got guys who are big who can shoot and have touch, and Kareem certainly did. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What up, though? One time for chat row. Listen, Dan, I believe that the NBA has got an unexpected gift here. We have been Kawhi Leonard, Steph, LeBron, KD to death in the finals. We finally get two small market teams who we know nothing. You know, the, the average person really doesn't know anything about them, and it's shaping up to be one hell of a series. Yeah. My question to you guys is this, and I know Fritzy is a great booker, why didn't you guys get the one person on that can explain a track down come from behind block? Reggie Miller. <laughs> Tayshaun Prince. I still love that one. You guys have a good one. Wow, <laughs> Jeff. Wow. Tayshaun Prince got Reg. Too soon. Yeah. Yeah. We can't do that to Reg. Yeah. That's not good at all. Uh, Barry in Long Island. Hi, Barry. Thanks for, uh, thanks for holding. Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, you were talking about uh, great defensive plays. I'm going to uh, show my age here. 1969 World Series, Tom Seaver on the mound, Ron Swoboda, the diving catch yeah. in right field to save the game. All you young punks out there, go to YouTube, type in Swoboda catch. You'll see some baseball. All right. Thank you, Barry. But uh, I think Tommy Agee had better catches in that World Series, their center fielder. I think he had a couple of uh, dramatic catches uh, against the Orioles. Yes, McLovin. By the way, we got a ton of tweets mentioning Kirby Puckett's World Series catch, uh, although it was at a critical moment as one of the defining defensive plays. 91 World Series when he won the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like it was like the third inning or something. Yeah. But... I mean, it was a big catch. Usually, I mean, you're waiting for the end of a game and that uh, kind of we, we get illuminated on. Boy, remember that play? It, I go back to James Harrison of the Steelers with that touchdown at the end of the first half in the Super Bowl. Imagine if that was at the end of the Super Bowl. If that was the final play of the Super Bowl, would there be any play that would compare to what James Harrison did? But he did it at the end of the first half, and it was still incredible. And Larry Fitzgerald almost tracks down James Harrison. But I, that's, I still think Malcolm Butler... That's the greatest defensive play, given what was at stake, when it happened. And if you're, if you're the Patriots, if you go back and look at Tom Brady's face on the sidelines, he knows he's resigned to losing the Super Bowl. He would never admit it, 
But, you know, what are you, a yard out, two yards out? You got Marshawn Lynch. And, you know, Belichick basically said, we, we want you to throw the ball. We're, we, want, we want to present a defense that says, go ahead and throw the ball. Don't risk running it and then not scoring and then have time run out. And the fact that he told Malcolm Butler, this is what's going to happen. And when it happens, you go for the ball. You go this angle. And that's, to me, greatest play I ever, I ever saw. Yeah, see. There's this video on YouTube. It's about 10 minutes long. And it's cut together of all these highlights of a group of, like I don't know, 20, 30 Seahawks fans watching the game. And it's like sort of seen from the TV's point of view. And so it's almost like they're watching yeah. the camera all the time. And they're going nuts at all these highlights. And especially that last final drive. They're going absolutely ballistic. And they're all chanting, beast mode, beast mode, beast mode, beast mode. And then you can just see it all hit them like, oh, no, they threw it. It's, a, it's the best video because you've never seen such highs and then lows in a split second switch. And Seton, you bring up something that I could understand from a Seattle perspective, because when I'm watching in the end zone and I'm staring at Marshawn Lynch as if I'm making eye contact with Marshawn Lynch, like I know you're getting it and you know I'm getting it and I'm expecting him to get the ball and he's going to run right into the end zone. I'm going to get up on the podium and I'm going to hand him the Super Bowl trophy and I'm going to talk to him about that touchdown. And then all of a sudden... Uh, Russ takes a couple of steps back and raises his right arm. And I go, oh, bleep. And then all of a sudden, Malcolm Butler, Malcolm Butler. All right, more phone calls coming up. We'll talk to Richard Jefferson from the Mothership. And uh, we'll do so next. Coming up on 17 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Sleep number has got you ready for a great night's sleep. And, and when's the last time that you woke up and you went, wow, that was different? If you have a sleep number bed, and I speak from firsthand experience, you wake up and you feel different. You have energy. Instead of being sluggish, sometimes you wake up and you go, golly, I could stay in bed. But there's so many tips. First of all, sleep number 360 smart bed. That's where you start. Discover proven quality sleep. And you can save now the smart beds adjustable bases starting at uh, $1,099 for a limited time. Sleep number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. You're going to get more hours of proven quality sleep per year. Sleep IQ technology um, and you using this bed, they say about 100 hours more proven quality sleep per year. You get a great uh, night's sleep. Your Sleep IQ technology tells you how you slept the next day. You get your sleep number uh, when you go into the store. Mine's 100, by the way. But you can check out their stores, Sleep Number stores, or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. 
They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then those. Never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, we were out there shooting free throws. Underhand free throws. I, I get it. If if you were really struggling, I would say, just try it. Just Just see how it feels. Because one of the great free throw shooters ever, Rick Barry, did it. And then uh, one of his sons um, did it in college as well. And uh, he might be in the G League now. I think his name's Canyon. But this both arms at the same time, backspin, there's a natural motion to shooting free throws underhanded. And it just is. The backspin helps. Um, 
Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz go far beyond. From their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Richard Jefferson, ESPN NBA analyst, Yes Network, Nets analyst, NBA champ with the Cavs, joining us from Milwaukee. Richard, thanks for joining us. I was just talking to the Danettes about shooting underhand. If I had said to Shaq or some of these other players who struggle, hey, you can make 75% of your free throws, but you got to shoot underhand. How many guys do you think would be willing to do that in a game? Um, I think I, I don't know. I, I think it takes more courage to do that. Uh, because I think you're, you're already having to deal with people making fun of you because you shoot 58% and you're going, you know, bricking every free throw. So, you know, it's just all about self-confidence in those moments because, you know, you're going to make 75, but you actually might get more heat than you will from just shooting normal free throws. But isn't that interesting that you would rather be embarrassed in a different way than like, yeah. like if I'm going to be embarrassed, I'd rather be embarrassed in succeeding than in failure. Yeah, that, that, that was the ultimate conversation between Billy Hoyle and, and Sidney Dean. He's like, I know who you are. You'd rather, look, you'd rather look good and play bad than play bad and look good. <laughs> A white man can't jump reference there. All right, yeah. so you had uh, firsthand great view, uh, front row seat when LeBron had his, uh, ch- you know, his chase down block on Andre Iguodala in the NBA Finals. And then you were there last night with what uh, Giannis did to DeAndre Ayton. Better drop, uh, better uh, block to you was which one? Uh, very different. I think Giannis's block in game one was closer because it was the same. It was a, it was a chase down. The difference is it's, what makes both of those blocks so special and so unique is the time in which they happened, right? The time in which they happened, the moment in the game, the moment in the series. So if we're talking about, you know, a uh, uh, more impressive block. It, it, it's definitely broad because the, the the it meant more. The time of it, a minute to go in a game seven, mm. you know, down three one. All this stuff. If you're talking about how many people on the planet could go do what somebody did, <laughs> then that's the Giannis block because there's only maybe two players that can be backtracking, hard, hand up, turn around, see the lob, go up one two, go get it against the 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 number one pick that's seven feet and athletic DeAndre Ayton. It was technically perfect, and it was physically only three people in the world can do that. So it's like the combination is what made that so special. What was the huddle like after LeBron had that block against Iguodala? I, I, I kid you not. I kid you not. In seven, after the seven games and all this other stuff, that was the first time I thought, oh, we're going to win this. But I, I kid you not. Because it was back and forth, and everyone knows, and everyone's talked about that game, and it's one of the more dissected series. But it was like that was the first moment where I was like, oh, wait, we're going to win this. Because it was like now the time was running out. Now it was becoming a one-two possession game. We had the ball, you know, and it was like, okay, what are we going to draw? What are we going to do? Because at that moment, we had control. It becomes like that it becomes that free throw time game. You can look and see like, well, we're even if we miss and they score, we're going to get a second chance. So like we're in control right now. This is the first time in the entire series that we were in control. And it was like a minute to go. Did LeBron say anything in the huddle? 
No, I think that's when they were talking about trying to get the ball to Kyrie, trying to get Steph on him. Uh, that was the difference for us is trying to get Steph in more pick and rolls because the Warriors defense was so impeccable uh, with Draymond, you know, helming it and, and Andre and those guys and Clay. You have three basically all first team defenders all, on that roster. And so uh, trying to get Steph in it. Uh, not that you know, Steph led the league in steals. It's not that Steph can't play defense, but that was one of the s- small advantages that you might have. And so, got Kyrie, and the rest was the rest was history. Dame Lillard tweeted in real time last night after the uh, Giannis block that Giannis just won the game for them, even though there was a little over a minute to go. That like I'm always curious what happens after a big play, or somebody gives up a home run, or somebody gets a you know a long touchdown pass. That to me where it kind of it, it's it's you you just took a punch from Tyson because you're like wait a minute what do, we were going to tie this up with a dunk and it could have <laughs> uh-huh. gone the other way Richard whereas like we just dunked on the Greek freak and now there's momentum with Phoenix there and you just survived a questionable call with Devin Booker not getting uh, called for the foul against Holiday I don't know we'd be talking a whole different uh, game today if Phoenix had won that and we would be looking back on that dunk in a different way. A hundred percent. And it's like, you know what I'm wondering? Where's all that conversation now about, oh, Scott Foster and, oh, you know, questionable foul calls. And it's like, wait a second. I want, I want the same people that were complaining <laughs> about Giannis's 17 free throws when nobody else on his team shot more than three and you're questioning their re- officiating. Now all of a sudden, you're a guy that's got 40 points. You're all NBA guy. You're Olympian death should have fouled out on the road and didn't you're not you if you're not gonna uh, if you're going to complain about the officials here recognize that this goes both ways that's why i put very little stock unless it's overly glaring and i'm not talking about an overall record when one referee coaches one player i'm not talking about any of that nonsense i'm talking about overall there are things that go both ways for you when you add human error or mistakes into those situations but yeah we would be looking at this series very very differently but the key thing about what people don't understand is that it's momentum and it's momentum within quarters it's momentum within games and it's momentum within series so that play gave them the momentum in the game because it was so so much late. It was you know one one and change, and then it helped gave them momentum in the series. So there's like a domino effect, and now it's their job to maintain it, and it's Phoenix's job to slow it down. He's Richard Jefferson, ESPN NBA analyst, joining us from Milwaukee. What is it like when you're guarding a star, and you didn't do anything, but you still get whistled for a foul? It, you know what? It's 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 expected. It's expected. You know that there's there's part of your role, and depending on who you are, there's guys like T.J. Tucker, Patrick Beverly, you know, um, you know, guys that are known as defensive uh, players that they'll get away with more. They'll get away with more than than other defensive players. Uh, just you know, Draymond Green's one of them. Uh, but when you're guarding those guys, you know it. You have to understand. Ever since we were 12 years old, you try your best, and someone's just better, right? It doesn't matter if you're in college. It doesn't matter if you're in high school or when you get to the pros. Like I had to guard Kevin Durant in the finals. You know, else I've had to guard in the finals, Kobe Bryant. It's not a lot of fun, guys. It's not a lot of fun, right? There's certain days where you're like, well, you know, well, screw it. I tried. Okay, right? who would you rather guard? Compliment. Who would you rather guard out of those two at their peak? 
I don't know because for Kobe, there was there was something about it where it's like he wanted to take your soul, so you felt like it wasn't like he just wanted to score on you. He also <laughs> wanted to look you in the eye while he was doing it. We're like Kevin Durant, just you're like, well, there's nothing I can do. Like, like, like just the physical like like attributes that this hat guy has on 2K wouldn't even be allowed. <laughs> But Durant doesn't do any talking. I'm sure Kobe was talking. Exactly. But this is what I'm saying. Kevin Durant is more unguardable than Kobe, right? He's more unguardable. And that's like Kobe was a ridiculous offensive weapon. But understand this, and I'm not talking trash about Kobe. Of all the top five scorers, he was the least efficient. So he took the most shots. Mm I think he missed more shots than anybody in NBA history. He took more more shots to get to those points. Where Kevin Durant is one of the most efficient scorers in the that is, I don't even think he's in the top ten. Eventually he'll be in all those numbers, but he's one of the most efficient guys, especially from the perimeter, to be on that list. So it's like, how do you want it? Do you want a guy that's going to shoot thirty five shots and try and take your soul, or do you want a guy that's going to shoot eighteen <laughs> shots and you're just like, he doesn't miss. This guy just doesn't miss. What do you want me to do? Do you still do you hold a beef against anybody a grudge are you mad at anybody that you played against uh if i do i wouldn't i wouldn't say it i wouldn't say it because any beef that i had any beef that i had a lot of it had to do with less about basketball and more about and because like basketball beef is kind of like a frustrating it's a playing like i can't stand shane battier and jay will because they beat me when i was in the national championship game but anything like Anything that like gets past that, if there's any real beef, is because there was something that was probably a line that was crossed, and you know we'll just keep those between the lines. Are you, um, you know, when you lose that game, is Jay will is he allowed to brag to you? Like, how often does that come up where somebody goes, <laughs> "Remember the national title game?" Or can yeah, you- I, I, I bring it up nine times out of ten when we're around each other. So, because you know, it does it validates me being mean to him, or me cracking jokes with him, or me just you know messing with him a little bit. Uh, but no, man, it's it's a competitive thing. It really is. Like there are people that you still like genuinely. You're just like, look, I'll be professional, especially in this industry now that we're in the broadcast booth. I'll be professional, but yeah, yeah. There, there there's definitely there's always going to be beefs that that never leave. That's just part of what's ingrained in us. I also, one thing I've been bringing up all morning long is if I factor in where Giannis was a couple of weeks ago where he had that hyperextended knee, Richard, and, you know, I had guys who had the – Channing Fry said, I, I, I don't think he plays again. Like, I've had that injury. It's six weeks. The fact that he had that injury and he did what he did last night and what he's doing in the finals, I, I don't know if people have, have truly – talked about that even if you don't have the injury to do what he did last night and then you factor in the injury and they had the wherewithal to go i'm going to go up there and try to get this and then actually get that block um you got to factor in the knee well you you have to but it was like the first game you can see that he was still just testing it out and him testing out his knee was 20 and 15 right (laughs) and then once he felt comfortable with his knees like all right it's time to go to work and, he, it, it, and, you know, that was just the confidence. Is his knee probably 100%? But I'm not going to talk about a knee when you've gone back-to-back 40-point games. I refuse to talk about your knee. I'll applaud you. <laughs> I'll recognize the fact that you did that after missing a week. 
but I'm not going to. And you know what's crazy is sometimes when you have that type of injury, and I'm not. This is not a positive, but you have to find the silver lining. The rest of your body gets rested. You look at Chris Paul in this series, or in the last five games, he went from like 41 to 33 to 22 to 19 to 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 whatever he had last night. Every single game, he's gotten worse statistically, including the turnovers from last game. So you look at it, and you can see statistically, it looks like he's wearing down, where all of a sudden you get Giannis a, a week break where the rest of his body can relax, his muscles can, can recover, all of the things. And don't forget, he's called the Greek freak. At 26 years old, you can literally stab yourself <laughs> in, in the leg with a knife, pull it out, then watch it heal in real time. That's what happens when you're that young, and especially when you're a physical specimen like him. We don't recommend that, by the way, for anybody who's... No, 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 no. no. Only, only, only Giannis can do that. Well, I'm, not, I'm not... This is a scientific experiment. It's been proven. There's like eight guys in history that can heal that quickly. All right. Monty Williams has a decision to make on what you do with Chris Paul because I, I do love the Bucks and Drew Holiday picking him up three-quarters court and making him work a little bit more, so... Uh, what kind of pressure is Chris Paul facing here this next game? He's facing a ton. And, and you know, I'll, we'll go into the archives and I'll give you an example. Uh, my first year in in, uh, in Cleveland, obviously I'm an idiot. My first year in San Antonio, we played against Jason Kidd and he was with Dallas. They were the two seed. And Jason Kidd was an older point guard, very similar. You would never dare pick up Chris Paul. You would never dare pick up Jason Kidd. But once you pick those guys up, Right, because a lot of times you give them that respect. But once you pick them up, they view it as, as disrespect, but they don't have the same motor at 32 and at 28. So now all of a sudden you see them wearing down. And what's so crazy is that they're wearing, he's wearing down with two days rest. And we're going to say wearing down. We're going to say wearing down because God knows we don't want to say, is Chris Paul getting nervous? Is Chris Paul just squeezing on too tight because we've seen this before. We've seen this over the course of his career to be so close to the mountaintop, so close to the conference finals, so close to the NBA finals, now so close to a championship. And all of a sudden you start to see some weird things like some of these turnovers, like these weren't wearing down. These were turnovers that were very uncharacteristic of a person of his caliber at the highest of moments. So don't be surprised if over the next 48 hours you start to hear, is Chris Paul getting nervous? Is Chris Paul starting to become Clipper Chris Paul? Is it starting to become Houston Chris Paul? That's what you're going to start hearing over the next 48 hours. So Chris Paul has a lot to think about and digest, and I think all of the pressure falls on the Phoenix Suns in this moment. Great stuff, Richard. We appreciate your time. Safe travels. Thanks for joining us. Dan, such a huge fan, man. Thanks for having me. I got to give a shout-out to my guy, Sully. He was excited when he found out that I was going to be on your show. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, right. Thank you, Sully. Uh, Richard Jefferson, the uh, Mothership Analyst and, uh, yes, Network Analyst with the Nets. Also won a championship with LeBron. Uh, BD in Boston joins us. BD, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, bud. Just wanted to say thank you for all the years of um, uh, I've gone through six knee replacements, um, going through another one in August 2nd. Um, just amazing. And I can't bend my knees anymore, but I could shoot free throws better than Giannis uh, could. <laughs> Wait, I you're on your, your third knee replacement? Sixth. Sixth. How many knees do yeah. you have? Um, I, th- I think I have full legs now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. I, I barely got okay. through my my one knee replacement. I can't believe you took my phone call. I, I'm so appreciative. It's I've been trying for years to get through to you. Um, since 2014, I finally found you on MSNBC and YouTube and all this. And then I finally found you on wherever. But you guys have made my life amazing. Well, thank you, BD. And good luck with that next surgery. Once, uh, again, once again, we dominate with guys who can't get up to change the TV. <laughs> I mean, we do. You have six knee surgeries. We're here for you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, root for somebody to have another knee surgery, another knee replacement. But if you do, we're here for you. Yeah, Seaton. I just love that right now at this very moment, there's a bunch of incapacitated people that are like, he's not wrong. He is not wrong. <laughs> if I could only get up and change the channel, I would. <laughs> Although I just sounded like Jimmy Stewart. I'm married. I'm Well, Mr. Potter. <laughs> yes, Todd. And the, all these surgeons and physical therapists are taking credit for all these great healing when it's actually them just listening to you. Thank you, Todd. You got it. Yes, Paul. We should be getting a lot more advertising from, uh, you know, like the hospitals and the medical community. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we're crushing right now. Some of our fans are getting elective surgeries just so they can stay home for a stretch and watch us. Like this gallbladder, I don't need it. Yeah. Yes, McLovin. I didn't know we were on MSNBC. We weren't. Remember, it was so annoying we'd get bumped for the election. Uh, no, 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 it was N- N- NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarborough always arguing. No, and are we that hard to find, by the way? We might be. We, you know what? We're playing hard to get. That's it's That we're hard to find. We're playing hard to get. Let's take a break. Last call for phone calls. Uh, back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Richard Jefferson was great. So was Trey Mancini, the Orioles' first baseman, cancer survivor. If you miss any of our interviews, you can always go to danpatrick.com or you can uh, listen back on the podcast. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Got to meet Friday tomorrow, and I've just been told hot dogs. I think it's National Hot Dog Month. Sweet. And I'm looking at three different kinds of hot dogs. Paulie always talks about the Chicago-style hot dog. It doesn't look good. I think it looks great. Sometimes sometimes it's too busy for people. Yeah. Too much stuff. Yeah. I I just, I need it. It's simple. You could have a little toasted bun, put a little uh, ketchup on there. If you want to do a chili dog, I'm fine with that. But you don't have to do too much. Chili dog, you put a little base of mustard and onion just under the chili. You could do that. Yes, Todd. So you don't want cucumber and tomatoes and all that wacky stuff all over your hot dog? No. I don't blame you. <laughs> that wacky Chicago stuff. Uh, yes, McLovin. Question for our audience and you guys. I always hear about the Dodger dog. Isn't it just a hot dog or is there something magical about the Dodger dog? I've had the Dodger dog, but I don't know the magic of it. But I think it's because you're at that setting. Therefore, the Dodger dog tastes a whole lot better. Remember when Seton Seton was doing vegan or vegetarian and he went to Fenway and just going outside and having one of those Fenway Franks? You know, it tastes like, oh, my God, this is this is manna from heaven. And all it is is a dog, you know, street meat. It's one of the best things I've ever tasted in my entire life. (laughs) Did you have two of them? Or did you just have one? Uh, I had half of one. Okay. I split. I split it. Okay, but you you hadn't had meat in how long? 
uh, years. And, and you just go outside. And yeah, you go. yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I was at my wife's high school reunion. Yeah. It was at Fenway. And uh, yeah, obviously I had a bunch of drinks at that. And we got outside and <laughs> the dude was right there at the cart. And I was like, we're getting one of those. <laughs> and it was wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, Paulie. Like, like Dodger Dogs, there's a, there's a racetrack, uh, Martinsville Speedway, I think in, in Virginia. They have a Red Hot. Yeah. I got to go there years ago. I, I like seven of them in a, in a 12-hour span. They're really good. So we have hot dogs tomorrow. Nice. I don't know what the other two are. No, we have Chicago Great. hot dogs. But uh, we have we have three dogs tomorrow, different dogs. And you can try all of them if you want. I will do that. You'll try a Chicago dog? I'll try all of them. Why not? Oh, okay. I, I, there's another place in Fenway. There's, I think he calls himself the Sub King or something like that, where you can get like a, a hot dog or sausage, but he also has like tri-tip or some kind of steak sandwich. It's fabulous. Like right there on Yawkey Way or whatever. It's great. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. All righty. Check that out. Okay. Uh, David in Oregon. Hey, David, what's on your mind today? Hi there. Well, long time, first time. You're going to have to change your fast fact of the day, stat of the day, because the Blazers in their first year won 29 games, not the 27 the gentleman referenced. Oh, okay. Of course, most of those... Most of those times they they doubled up against Buffalo and Cleveland. I think those they 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 played them so many times I can't remember. But I do, and that also was the year where Jeff Petrie and uh, Cowan were co rookies of the year. Yeah, nineteen seventy, the Blazers. Jeff Petrie out of Princeton. Dave Cowan's with the uh, Celtics. Um, also, when you think back to the great coin toss and how it changed the NBA, the Bucks and the Suns had a coin toss. And the winner got Lou Alcindor. The Suns lost the coin toss and took Neil Walk. So you're saying there's a difference between those guys? Yes. There was a little bit of a difference between, well, one was right-handed, one was left-handed. I think that, and uh, both were uh, about seven feet. Neil Walk around 6'11". But yeah, I mean, you think about that, a coin toss decided that Lou Alcindor goes to Milwaukee. They win a championship there, and uh, Neil Walk... I don't know how long Neil played in the NBA. He might have played uh, 10 years. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I got Neil Walk having an eight-year okay. NBA career, but unfortunately he scored uh, 45,000 fewer points than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> or minutes played. He scored uh, 31,000 fewer points than Kareem. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was, that was one of those where you went, oh, gosh, Phoenix got Neil Walk. I didn't know anything about Neil Walk at the time because I was probably 13. And I just remember I knew everything about Luau Sindor. And I thought, oh, my God, Milwaukee's going to be the best team in the league. They got the best player in Luau Sindor. Uh, David in California joining us on the program. Hi, David. Hey, David from Pomona. This is uh, I'm 5'10", 195. And I just want to explain the difference between uh, the L.A. dog, the Dodger dog, and the official L.A. dog. The Dodger dog is just an extra long wiener that hangs, hangs at the end of the bun. And I think they just got rid of it at Dodger Stadium this year because of Farmer John or whatever. But the real L.A. dog, right, ready? It's called the danger dog because at any event you can walk outside and it's wrapped with bacon and you eat it from the street on the cart, right? And it's danger dog because it's eat at your own risk. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you, David. Thank you. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, I, we had an idea for a short film. Uh, maybe after Todd tries three kinds of hot dogs, <laughs> put a camera in his car. <laughs> it'd be that's, fast, that's a fast and ride. Furious 10. <laughs> and I'm not going to try that danger dog either, by the way. Fast and Furious. 
<laughs> He'll be driving 90 miles an hour. <laughs> Not going to make it. Not going to make it. Do I, I have a special card. If I get pulled over by the police, I do have a card. I do. You do? In my wallet. That's supposed to allow me to cut the line at, like, sporting events and stuff. I've never used it. And especially, like, at a place like Yankee Stadium, they would never let me cut the line. Wait. wait yeah, how, it's kind of like a disability kind of thing. How I don't long know what it's called. How I, long I have it. you had this card? Uh, not that long, but I found out that uh, that's, that's something that you can have and that it entitles you to, like, cutting the line at a, you know, movie theater or a sporting event. If you get pulled over by the police, you show that card. I would probably first say my dad was a police officer and play that card. Please give me another chance. They probably wouldn't care. I don't think you need to do that. I think you just say, I'm sorry, officer, and then you hand the card. Yeah, I have a situation. I probably shouldn't have had that uh, pepperoni slice right before my long (laughs) commute home. But anyway, here's a card that says this is why I'm going 90. I don't want to put other people at risk, but I really got to get over to that McDonald's uh, Drive-through place. That's, that's why I would do that. Okay. I, I don't no, get I, some no, I, I would ticket. use it too. I would use that. Get out of jail. Go through a red light. I don't take points off my license. I have a, like a medical reason why I'm driving like a madman. Yeah. So it's a get out of jail, but it's get in the bathroom card. It really is. Yes, that's it what is. it is. Thank you, Todd. Yes. Yes. Eden. I was once at a restaurant, and the restaurant mixed up my wife's margarita and my son's lemonade, and they gave her oh. the lemonade, and they gave him the margarita. Yeah. And so, naturally, we went nuts. Um, and they gave us a card that says, I think we're next. And so you just, it doesn't matter. There could be 500 people in line. You go to the front of the line, you just say, I think we're next. <laughs> Okie doke. There you go, sir. And his son wanted to go back the next night because he loved the drinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this place is awesome. He slept great. I could tell you that. Uh, I've had my kids, like, take a sip of my beer when they were really young. But... That, that was that was on purpose. <laughs> Let's uh, go around the room what we learned on the program. Hey, Todd. How you doing? What did you... <laughs> I was waiting for you to send me up for what I learned. I don't know if you wanted me to make some kind of bowel remark, but probably not. We only have like 20 no. seconds. Chris Maddox says if the Suns would have won game four, it would be remembered as referees gone wild, but Devin Booker, no call. Nice finish. You flushed it. Uh, uh, there you go. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond. Take that, uh, ec- go the extra mile taking the own port first step into an authorized dealership today. It's our pleasure to serve you. For uh, Seton Pauli Fritz, Seaman's Love, and yours truly, we'll do it again tomorrow on a Meet Friday, Dan Patrick Show. Close out the show with Callaway. I brought the Epic Driver out yesterday for everybody to see. You know, first tee when you tee off and you pipe it right down the middle, and then they go, uh, you like that driver? I go, it likes me. It's the uh, epic driver. There's an epic driver for just about everybody. And it's got jailbreak speed frame, this jailbreak technology. And it's an artificial intelligence design structure. It connects the top and the bottom of the driver. I mean, I know this is deep in the woods there. But um, what it does is the, the ball will stay on the driver longer. So it doesn't twist and deform when you hit the ball. That means more energy stays on the driver face transfers to the golf ball, and more energy means more ball speed, which means more distance. Got it? Now, Epic Max, total forgiveness with that driver. Epic Speed is what I use. Epic Max LS, the uh, tour preferred combination, low spin plus high stability. Check out the Epic family of drivers at CallawayGolf.com slash Epic. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The human soul requires a minimum daily requirement of entertainment, but listening to a podcast, like what you're doing now, yeah, that doesn't count. Welcome to the world of MGM Rewards, where they have the greatest live shows on earth, the biggest names in sports, the best chefs on the planet, and the most unforgettable nights of your life. This is way beyond watching a 20-second clip on your phone. This is all the entertainment you could handle, and then some. So, join MGM Rewards now and visit MGMResorts.com to book your next Vegas getaway. Welcome to the show. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.